Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and bar rooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, guys? Also joining us is Ryan, our co-host. He is the number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper, here to guide you through this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. And this week, in the continuation of what's good to eat and not so good to eat, we'd love to share with you some of the most overrated snacks and quick service foods throughout the parks. Now, I know we've touched on this topic before. We've had drafts for the best. We've had an ongoing complaint through the last four years of what we think is the worst, but we really want to talk about overrated, okay? And that's the difference between bad or worse, the overrated. The overrated are the ones that you, as a first-time visitor, some expert, repeat Disney traveler will tell you, oh, you gotta go try fill in the blank. And when you go and taste it, you're like, meh. Or if you are a tested and tried and true Disney aficionado, maybe you've liked this food when it first came out, but it's lacking in its luster now. It's sort of faded away. Maybe the recipes changed. Maybe it's not as good as it used to be. And it's just overrated because you're thinking about how good it tasted in those nostalgic days when that snack first came out. So, uh, dudes, what do you think? We'll take a tour around Walt Disney World and pick out some of what we think are the most overrated snack and quick service foods. I'm down. Yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry here. Let's go. You're hungry, and you're hungry to be, even if it's overrated, you's going to eat it, John. I, right. I, I mean, what dude doesn't here? Let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. No, none of the three of us are passing up food anytime soon. <laughs> Oh, after this holiday season, I should, but I won't. So, um, who'd like to kick it off? So I'll uh, I'll start one uh, in uh, fitting fashion. Uh, heading over to the Magic Kingdom, uh, I'm going to head over to uh, your neck of the woods, Carl, uh, and start with a quick serve that uh, Ryan's made very clear that he is not a fan of. Mm. Yes, uh, I'm going to throw out uh, Aloha Isle. Uh, as the first one with Dole Whip. Um, I like Dole Whip personally, um, but it's kind of one and done on a trip for me. Uh, you got to get it once and I'm done and over with it. Um, it's good the first time. And then the second, third, fourth time, you're like, okay, it's Dole Whip. I've got to get it. I got to get it. But I don't know. It's it, it, it it's Dole Whip. It's not, it's not anything you can't get anywhere nowadays. You know, what's funny is I wasn't even thinking of that as quick service. I was thinking of that more as snacks, but yeah, you're, fi- you're, you're right. It's overrated. I have nothing further to say. <laughs> that, I haven't I, that, <laughs> that pineapple has been cored. Next, Ryan. 
All right, let's keep it in Magic Kingdom to where John, I thought John actually was going. Uh, and that's, and that's uh, let's take off the, the Liberty Square folks here and go with um, Columbia Harbor House. And I know, I know there's a lot of people out there that really love this place, love the lobster roll. Um, you know, I'm not a seafood fan. So right off the bat, that's, it's a no-go for me, right? Uh, the only thing that I can think of that might be enjoyable from there for me is the New England clam chowder. But usually when I'm there, it's 95 degrees and the last thing I want is clam chowder, right? So like that's that's like one of my go-tos um, for any sort of seafood restaurant is clam chowder. But if it's 95 degrees and humid, like I'm not walking around with a hot bowl of soup in my hands. So um, no thank you on that for me. No thank you on the lobster roll for me. Uh, you guys probably agree just because you're from New England and you get better food from that, you know, just at your local place. But if you were to take a, an outsider's perspective, I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I, I'll i agree with you there. I mean, Magic Kingdom's not the place where I'm looking to get a cup of chowder or a lobster roll, to be honest with you. Um, nor is probably a good portion of the Orlando area. Um, <laughs> we're pretty much all of anywhere but New England. <laughs> yeah. Not so much here or here, but right up here in New England, that's what counts. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 head to the coast and uh, we'll work off of that uh, to start yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, listen, maybe it's just me. I hear people talk about it. Yeah, right? that's I, why it's a great for overrated, Ryan. That's why right. it's great because people get it. Yeah, they hype it up, and I think it's fair for those of us from the Northeast. It certainly isn't. It's it's just okay. It's not even in the average seafood places that we'd have here, right? It's okay for what it is. I think people, it's well-themed for Liberty Square. So that I think people go, oh yeah, that's that's nice. And they, they kind of are attracted to it. But there was a while there where it kind of really got, by some of the food blogs and, and, and food uh, Disney experts out there were saying, oh, it's healthy. You know, they offer salads as a side or carrot sticks with the kids meal. And they're really hyping this thing up as, oh, and it's fish and it's, you know, but it's, it's frozen fish that's flash fried. It's really not as good. It's not as good as like the fish and chips over at um, the UK pavilion. So there's really nothing there. So I think that is a, that's a great representation of what some people hype it up and it, it's, it's uh, really doesn't deserve any of the accolades that, that people give it. I'll stay in Liberty Square and talk about something else, although this is available other places at Walt Disney World too, is um, the turkey legs. Now, when the turkey legs came out years ago and it was a novelty and it was new and you had them, the first time I had them was at a Renaissance fair and then I went to Disney and they were pretty good. They weren't that quite that salty. They were the right texture back then. They, were, they seemed relatively fresh. People joked that they were emu legs. So it became sort of a, a thing, right? That people would do. You know, I've been on and off a of keto for a while. It was a great snack to do during that. But over the last 10 years, they've just declined in the quality, uh, the texture, the saltiness. They, they look... They look unappetizing as all hell when you look at them. And they really have gone from a novelty that people kind of liked over the last 10, 15 years to people go, that's gross. I'm not eating it. Yeah, I think it's gross. I've always thought it was gross, though. So that's that's fine. I was never one of those people that were like, oh, yeah, it's good, even in a pinch. I always was like, why? 
does that turkey leg look like the size of my freaking head? That that can't be natural. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I I'm gonna agree with you there. I I don't know. I've I've had turkey legs at like Renaissance fairs and fairs and all that. You get a better quality out of there. I mean, it's it's so much better. I personally I haven't eaten a turkey leg from Disney, but I've seen them. They just don't look the same. I've had some really good turkey legs um, at fairs and everything. And I'm sorry, nothing is going to compare to that, to the the low amount that come out of those fairs compared to what Disney's uh, churning out. I mean, oh, yeah, the same thing. you're just not. There's some places up here. There's, I'm, I'm down the road from a turkey farm and they do a, a barbecue and a smoker and everything and serve the it's fabulous, you know, because it's just seasoned right. And you know, it's fresh, totally different experience when you're at Disney and it's questionable you know, what their source is and everything. Um, and it's just, it's not as uh, unique anymore. And I don't think it's as good. So so we're racking up a list here in the Magic Kingdom of a lot of overrated quick service items. You know, if I could, can we just put all of Magic Kingdom on this list for quick service? Okay. I, yeah, we I can, mean, do, we honestly, can definitely do that. If we, if we look at the snack carts, there's a lot of good snacks, right? There's a lot of good snacks. We've talked about them at nauseum here, right? But for the most part, I don't like any of the quick service food in Magic Kingdom. Like if we're talking burgers and hot dogs and pizza and chicken and whatever, that kind of stuff, like actual meals, not snacks. I, that, I struggle with that. Not only for myself, but like when clients are asking me, where do I go in Magic Kingdom? I'm like, go to Epcot. You know, like, like that's where you go. Get on the monorail. Get out of there. You know, that that's a real struggle for me. We've already said that all the pizza is horrible everywhere, yep. right? Yeah, that's everywhere. That in the show. And that's certainly a big portion of it. Um, and then, you know, even when you get out, look at there's a big following to see Sunny Eclipse. Yeah. But mm. the food that's put out of Tomorrowland is awful. <laughs> yeah. And, and the only place that's a good place to grab anything that I can think of is Casey's Corner. And really, that's just because you deep fried some corn dog nuggets, right? Like, like it's not like yeah. it's not like it's good food. It's just fried well enough that you can eat it, you know? Yeah, and those are those are better than the hot dogs. The hot dogs are hit or miss too. You know, they're really the hot know. dogs are pretty much miss for me. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're 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 not that good. I know years ago, I mean, Ryan and I have talked about it at length. Uh, the smorgasbord uh, of a meal that Ryan and I had. Did you at, say uh, smorgasbord again. You said that really well. I like that. Smorgasbord. <laughs> um, but that that uh, that crazy amount of food that you and I ate, Ryan, uh, during the pandemic there, that was that was nuts. I mean, even still, that wasn't that good. I'm sorry, that really oh. wasn't. It was just. It, it it was because we're large men, and we've been trapped. We had been trapped in our homes for months on end, and we said we're going to go get stupid fat on some food at Magic Kingdom. It was not for quality. It was for quantity, for sure. Yeah, but you it, know, it was 100% quantity. Yeah. We talked about this when we talked about overrated attractions, too. Some of the things and reasons these food become overrated is the long lines to get them. You know, yeah. even with uh, mobile ordering, there's always an incredibly long line at Casey's during peak mealtimes, right? Um, and then there's no place to sit afterwards, right? right. So, so the whole experience is, like I said, they'd be better off making it a beer cart. At least you could grab a beer and walk away. But you know, it's 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 not your place to visit. 
and people say, oh, but if you love hot dogs, it's your place to visit. No, even if you're really like good hot dogs, it's not the place to go because there's not good hot dogs there. Yeah. So I think maybe the place I would take off that list, and I know we're talking about overrated, but it's actually probably underrated is Sleepy Hollow. That's probably the one place you can go to to get actual food at a quick service at Magic Kingdom. Other than Casey's Corner. So yeah, Yeah. that's, that's it. I, I hate to generalize like that because I think in other, the other parks, we can pick out one or two carts or one or two places, but really Magic Kingdom is just, you've got, you've got two decent restaurants in Magic Kingdom and the rest is pretty much not worth it. You can take your Instagrammable Mickey cinnamon rolls or Gaston cinnamon rolls. They're all awful cinnamon rolls, you know, they're They're just not, they're not Cinnabon. They're overrated. They're overrated. They are overrated, but they're not Cinnabon because they're not Cinnabon and they're right. priced more than Cinnabon. But yeah. So I mean, so that that's what we're talking about. I think that really sums up the Mag- Magic Kingdom nice. I, I want to segue away from the Magic Kingdom to the other parks, though, because I think there is one snack. Because you just said, ah, the snacks are pretty good. There is one snack that people hype up and overrate. And I don't know if it's the snack. Or what people put the snack in. And that's popcorn. And the whole rush to go get all these fancy popcorn buckets is maybe more for the buckets than it is the popcorn. Because the popcorn is just okay, normal, not even as good as your favorite movie house popcorn. Yeah, I'm, I, I would like to consider myself somewhat of a popcorn connoisseur, okay? <laughs> I love popcorn. So much that I worked in the movie theaters for like six years of my life, and I still ate popcorn every day. And most people say once you work in a movie theater, you're done with popcorn, okay? And Ryan, you're from Chicago, and you guys know your popcorn. We do. We do. Shout out to Garrett's, right? But but here in the popcorn factory. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, right, is that like, the, the popcorn at Magic Kingdom is fine. It's typical carnival-style salty popcorn. Uh, and they put enough oil in it that it's fine. They don't over-oil it or under-oil it. And it is good popcorn. You're right. It's not movie theater popcorn. Few things are. Okay, that's like, I will literally drive to the movie theater just to get the popcorn and then leave without seeing the movie. I, yeah. Okay. Um, but here's the reason why, in my opinion, it's not overrated is is the popcorn buckets are overrated but when you get the standard souvenir everyday popcorn bucket it's refillable and that makes it not overrated because when i have my children with me who are now seven and five right they are just ravaging through popcorn all day long so for you know, seven bucks for the investment for the popcorn and then a buck every every time they want to refill it and i don't have to buy them other snacks it is no longer overrated to me that that is perfect for me um but otherwise yeah it's just standard popcorn i'm not a huge popcorn guy so uh i can't put much into this uh after dealing with the scouts for the years and selling popcorn i, but, I, I just don't oh, i just sorry. don't garbage popcorn <laughs> yeah oh it's garbage popcorn it's 100 garbage popcorn i won't lie to that but i just i don't know i just don't i just can't do popcorn anymore where is the popcorn kernel when we need her? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that's a nice summary that you had there, Ryan, of of uh, putting everything in Magic Kingdom in that lump sum. 
Let's move on to Epcot. And I have one that I think fits in really what we're talking about nicely as far as, uh, you know, being overrated for all the right reasons. Again, somebody hyped it up, says, oh, I got to go try that because this is unique. I've never heard of it. And they try it. And then they said, well, okay, but what's all the big fuss about? And in Norway, Kringle Bakery, the school bread. Yeah. That's one of those. It's looked as iconic and everything. And, you know, the first time I tasted, I was like, wow, that's really underwhelming. <laughs> that is garbage. <laughs> it's excitement. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have tried it and had the same experience or not. Yeah. I, maybe it's because other people go right instead of left. So by the time they get to Norway, they're drunk enough that it tastes good. But if you do, if you drink around the world properly, yeah, the Kringle sucks. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it, it's not anything that I, I run back and say, oh my God, I got to have it. You know, I, I think it's, um, it must be the cardamom roll because I like vanilla custard. I like coconut. It, that, there must be something about that that just is, doesn't work for me, but I think that is one that really people can get in the hype with. So I'll kick off Epcot with Norway. Where else could we find a quick service, tasty, not so tasty option? I got one for you. When I when I started with Magic Vacations, I will tell you for those for those listening that are not uh, agents. Um, you you go into an agency right like I went into magic vacations thinking i would pretty solid on my disney knowledge and you get humbled pretty quickly when you get put with 80 other experts that know stuff but then there are some areas where you're like no i'm sorry i think i'm still right about that uh, <laughs> and, and this is one of those areas for me when i came in i had a surprising amount of people tell me how much they love sunshine seasons in the land pavilion and i don't get it I just, I, I've had a lot of customers tell me that. I've had a lot of people on Twitter tell me that. And I just don't get it. I've gone back and I've tried, you know, because I used to just do the flatbread pizza because everything else just didn't look appetizing to me. So I was like, okay, maybe it's my taste buds. And, you know, let's try something other than the flatbread pizza, which yes, does suck, as does every other flatbread pizza in Disney World, right? But let's try Let's try one of these other dishes, a chicken dish or something, right? And it was just like, I don't know, mediocre at best. And yeah, it's quick service, so it's not going to taste as good as, as table service, but still, you know, like it wasn't worth somebody saying you should go here. So yeah, Sunshine, sunshine Seasons for me is another one that maybe it's just because there's a lot of seating there. People like it. I don't get it otherwise. So one one thing I'll say to your point, Ryan, with that is I've had hit and miss there multiple times. So I can see your perspective from it and I can see everyone else's perspective from it. I mean... I've had some decent stuff there myself, but it's nothing to write home about. I'm sorry. It's really not. It's your standard run-of-the-mill stuff that's that's not anything impressive. So, I don't know. In my mind, it's in the same category as you. It, it really is. I mean, for a non-expert Disney fan who is still figuring everything out, by all means, go over there. Go, go and go get a meal over there. It's going to be an okay meal, but it's not going to be anything that you're not going to get, say, at a sit down or a much better option in Epcot. To be I think my problem with it ultimately is because you are at Epcot. There's just so much good food in Epcot that like, 
to settle for something that's just mediocre at best for me just automatically makes it underrated. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a maybe it's a cost benefit thing for people. It's the right price point for them for the what they're getting out of the food. I get that. That's fine. I, I can appreciate that. But I still think I would rather snack around Epcot than than sit down for a meal there. I think too that is falls under the category of the nostalgia for a lot of people. It used to be good and it's not good anymore, right? When that first opened, um, it was one of the few quick services, and they were touting that a percentage of their food came and was from farm to table out of uh, not only the land pavilion, but the organic plant farm that Disney had on property, right? And um, and then they supplement it by buying organic foods. Now, in 1982, organic foods were not all the rage as they are now, right? So I think that that was the nostalgia. That was the theme in the building that even if it wasn't grown there, it was grown organically or hydroponically or through some other modern method and people got excited about it. They also had this pretty good, as I remember it, um, baked potato stand that had a lot of different variations that you could stuff baked potatoes. And again, 1982, that was an uncommon thing. What an idea to have baked potato instead of something with your steak, but as a takeaway quick service meal, right? And let's put all kinds of vegetables in it because we're in the land pavilion, right? And um, and so that was you know unique at the time. And I think people remember some of that and remember it as being good. And it's just not the same now. Now you can get it at the drive-thru at Wendy's. <laughs> so That's right. That's right. But yeah, you, couldn't, I, yeah. you know, I used to really like Garden Grill, too. And it's a sit down. It's a character meal. Right. But but it was exactly that reason. It was the organics right. reason and, and how fresh it was. But I think that the fresh food is rolled out so many places now that it, that one, too, it's it lost its appeal for me uh, outside of the character interactions. Great in there. But other than that, it's lost its appeal for me. So. Yeah. Um Long live organic food, I guess. Right. And uh, so the good news is there's not many things at Epcot, you know, and we've all pointed to them basically at the front of the park. Um, there's not too much that is that overrated because even the quick serve and the sit down at Epcot, as you pointed out, is fairly consistent. I'm sure some of our listeners could find some other overrated items, um, you know. One could argue that uh, some of the cocktails are overrated, uh, that that you people like, you know, tipsy ducks in love in China. Everyone talks about that one. And again, it's what what's the big buzz about? I get it's high alcohol content, but it's kind of overrated. I don't want to go down the, the alcohol uh, discussion too much here on what's overrated because we it could be a longer show. show idea Over, overrated drinks at epcot is an entire hour and a half long show for our listeners yes it is um and it won't necessarily deter us from drinking them because you got to have right. 13 or 14 of them so you're bound to have something in there somewhere that's that's overrated but and um you can't just cheat at all of them and just be like hey give me a you know jack and diet <laughs> just give me past this one so with, with that in mind, does anyone else have anything else that's overrated in Epcot before we move forward? So one I'll throw out, it's it's hard to say overrated. I just think it's not as good as the sit-down version is um, the Via Napoli pizza, the uh, the window. Um, for what you're paying, for what you get, you can get so much better pizza inside if you are willing to spend a little bit of time to sit down. 
Um, I don't know. I just find the pizza inside to be so much better than that window. Yeah, the pizza outside is almost like a, a like a Detroit style, right? Where it's like a little bit of a thicker pizza, but it's not quite a deep dish pizza like a Chicago style. Um, whereas the the pizza inside is Sicilian thin style pizza, right? So they're different pizzas entirely. What I don't like most about the pizza window is, although in my opinion, for a non-sit-down, it's probably the best pizza in all of the parks for non-sit-downs, okay? What I don't like is it's never open when I need it to be open, right? <laughs> like when I'm when I'm eight drinks in already at the at that pavilion and I nine drinks in, 10 drinks in, depending on what where we started and when, right? I need that slice of pizza to keep going. And if it's closed, there's not a lot of food on that road that I'm going to eat that's going to make me feel good like a piece of pizza will. Um, so for me, that's where it gets the underrated. <laughs> but but otherwise, I actually think it's one of the better pizza places outside of a sit-down. Okay. So we've completed our tour of Epcot. Have Have either of you guys eaten at the crepe place in, in France? No. And matter of fact, oh. it's on my list for the next trip, Ryan. I'm getting there in the morning before you, and I'm going to go have breakfast because it's one of the only places in Epcot's open for breakfast at 9.15. Yep. Um, and so I, my plan was to rope drop it and um, before you get there and, and get Remy under my belt before we start drinking. So, yeah, I was going to check it out for the uh, specifically for the breakfast crepes. All right. So so uh, we'll we'll need to have a follow up to this show on that, because I have heard very mixed reviews. So uh, I have not yet eaten there either, just because when in Epcot, right, so much yep. that you can do. Um but I'll be curious for your take on that, Carl. I think yeah, look, and I do love I do love crepes um, from different places. We had some really good ones at Universal. Um, there was a place in Boston that used to make them that was fantastic. I had um, a friend of mine's mother as a kid growing up. She was from Switzerland and she used to make them. So I love them when they're done right. So hopefully I'll give you a good, honest opinion after I test i was going to try more than one just to make sure you know so i'm sure it's just for science <laughs> right i understand yeah so, research for can, our can clients just you carl on air in front of our <laughs> lovely listeners that you go live while trying those out oh i can't i could do that all right so everybody pay attention this will be on uh february 16th Somewhere in the morning vicinity, since Carl will be going for breakfast, Carl will go live on our on our page and give a live review of his crepes. <laughs> and we may have a special guest or two show up to serve me as I'm eating there. You never know. <laughs> so there we go. All right. Now everybody's in. You, you're, you're tied to it unless John edits this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Hollywood Studios. Um, and let's talk about uh, some of the options that we would shy you away from for quick service or snacks that are really overrated. So one I'm going to throw out here that, again, this is one that the three of us have mentioned that we do not think is anywhere near good. Um, but so many people, more and more and more after we've done the last show and we talked about it, love this place absolutely love this place and our uh our friends over at barstool even gave it a really high rating 
Um, this is a uh, pizza Rizzo. Um, coming from places that can get really good pizza. I'm sorry, it's crap. It's it's just crap. It's 100% crap pizza. Um, you can get better options in in and around Disney. Um, again, one that we just mentioned was Via Napoli. Uh, that's one that's a much better slice than Pizza Rizzo. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, it's not that good. And I just don't understand why people love it that much. Well, I trust your judgment and I just don't have the interest in even giving it a chance. So I'm going to, you know, with that review, really stay far away from it. Somebody, somebody said to me that Barstool gave it a, Dave or whatever from Barstool gave it like a 7.1 or whatever it was. And I said, oh, I officially no longer respect his ratings. <laughs> like, <laughs> like now, I don't know that I did to begin with. He always seemed fair because he would base it on the region and not like whatever. So maybe maybe it's because he based this on theme park pizza. It's a 7.1. But if that's the case, then Vin Napoli is like a 9.8. Right? So Seriously. so I don't think I don't think that fits the scale. But yeah, I agree, John. It's uh, it's disappointing that it's highly liked <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> So I've got one, um, and I don't know, rumor has it that they've changed their menu recently, and I may have to, you know, take back some of my words, but a lot of people say, oh, you know, uh, there's great quick service options in Hollywood Studios, which I believe there is, you know, some people would argue that the quick service options there are better than the sit down, but, but the one that when I did try it, um, did not live up to the height, they said, oh, you got to go do this. Um, but it's since reopened with a new menu and that's ABC commissary. Um, so, you know, a lot of people had liked it. They, they, a lot of people talked about the plant-based burger there being good. And it was, you know, really more of a hype of California food and feel and vibe on it. Like you were a movie star going in there and, and eating what was healthy California food. Maybe I'm back on the, on, um, on it because they did have, kind of a good mix of, you know, Mediterranean foods and some, some tacos and, um, you know, Baja chicken and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, just, I don't see that as being a big draw, uh, that place that I would recommend people to go to. Uh, and there was a little buzz on it. Now the buzz is coming back, maybe because they changed the menu. I don't know. Have you guys eaten there recently? Do you have an opinion on it? So I haven't eaten there recently. Um, I, I, I mean, it's been a while since I've eaten there in the menus. It was okay. I mean, to me, it, it tasted like just regular theme park quick service food. Um, I got the vibe. I got the, I got the feel of what you, they were trying to go for. It worked. I mean, it, it was a little different, but at the same point, it was just, I don't know, to me, it just felt like it was just standard theme park food. It didn't have anything that really um, set itself apart and made itself much better. I feel like there's better options in Hollywood Studios, because Hollywood Studios definitely has good food options. Um, I don't know. It just it just felt like a, just another generic place, honestly. I'm going to stand up for ABC Commissary a little bit uh, because the menu did change, and that's okay. and that's the thing, right? Is is prior to the pandemic, I would have told you the same thing, right? It's overrated. Okay. It was your standard burger, grilled chicken, kind of kind of place, fries, whatever. They came back and they now have like a a buffalo ch chicken grilled cheese. That's like, <laughs> I mean, like it, okay. it goes up there for me. That it's legit. Okay. 
I've had other people tell me they don't agree with me on that, but uh, you know, so I'd love to hear more feedback from people. I was like, wow, that's maybe because it used to suck. And then I was like, wow, that's really good. But they did add the shrimp tacos, right? That's a totally unique option that you can get there. And then they did do the the pork carnita tacos as well. So I think it, I think, I don't think it's the best quick service in Hollywood studios, probably number three in my book. Um, but I think it's, I think it's okay for where it's rated by people. I might, I might have to try that one uh, when we're down there next. I can totally contradict myself on that though, and go, go with what I think is the top rated quick service and how I still think it's underrated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're only going to be there for a short evening, so I don't think we'll have a chance to try all three, but yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, Woody's lunchbox is probably the most overrated, even though I think it's the best of all of them. And the reason why I think it's the most overrated is people will give a lot of hype to like the lemonade and the pop tarts and they're constantly changing those pop tarts and they're not, they're not as, they're not good often, right? Like three out of every four is just okay. And then you get one that's good. The food is good. The the grilled cheese and the, and the, and the uh, pulled pork grilled cheese are phenomenal, right? But that's it. That's it. That's all you got, right? There's nothing else to go there for. So you can't go there twice in one day for that meal because it's so good because you're going to get the same meal twice. Tachos? No. The tachos, the tachos are fine. They're the same, the the whole pork tachos. It's okay. the same concept, right? You're you're right. basically getting the same meal two ways, right? And it just it just doesn't do anything for me from that perspective. Like if you if you're really truly going to be everybody, the one everybody hypes up you have to have some unique and different things on top of the same two meals done two different ways. That That's all. That's my problem with it. Fair enough. I think that's, uh, I'm going to open my mind a little bit more, Ryan, because uh, of what you just said. And I suspected that was the case. I was going back too far in my memory bank when I didn't have a good experience there. So I'm willing to maybe, um, split the buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich as a snack on the way through the park if you split it yes yes i will split the other half with you all right (laughs) just because i want to eat it (laughs) no other reason (laughs) excellent what else should we consider as maybe slightly overrated over at disney's hollywood studios in terms of quick service i think everything else to me feels rated fairly appropriately um there's not a lot of hype you know uh, nobody talks about the backlot studios uh place whatever that place is called yeah well you know what I, i'm gonna go i don't know if it's there um they it was a lot of hype around that carrot cake cookie oh right? yeah yeah you're not gonna get me with that anyway yeah. right <laughs> I, and i love carrot cake and i was disappointed when we had that and that's i don't know that if, we, if that was back at the um like you said, back at the, uh, or was it the writer's stop workshop or something? I don't, I, I can't remember where it was, or even if it's still there, if it's still, because for a long time, there was a big buzz. You got to get it. You got to, and to me, it just sound, it tasted fake with preservatives and chemicals. Um, not a good carrot cake. So um, that was, again, big hype around that people going crazy and a real loser. And maybe it's no longer on the menu, but if it is, stay away from it. 
I don't eat carrot cake anyway. It's something about a texture thing with carrot cake with me. So I couldn't rate that accurately if I wanted to. <laughs> no, thank you. You know what I'm talking about, John, right? Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I, I, I Stuff like that, that's hard for me to really, really enjoy because a lot of that stuff, it's it's so mass produced that finding a really good piece of cookie, cake, anything like that, it's hard. Um, but I will say, I do agree with you on that preservatives and all that. I'm not a huge carrot cake person myself, but you could definitely taste that in that cookie. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it now and I can kind of remember that taste and it just, I don't know. It just, it, it just tasted off. Um, and I just didn't understand the hype. I took a few bites. It was like, I'll finish this, but it's not, it's not great. It's not, it's not something I'm going to get a second time because it wasn't that good. I think this just topped out as the most we've ever discussed a dessert at any point in our podcast history. Yeah, because well, it is, but I'm I'm going to tell you of all the desserts, carrot cake is close to a dude's dessert as you get. Like there's a lot of dudes and fathers and grandfathers that that's, you know, that's kind of their go-to instead of a cupcake, right? So, um, so that's why I'll I'll allow the discussion. But it, I agree, Ryan. It's it's, it's uh, it is overwhelming for us. So it's 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 not a cupcake for sure. I think we can find more doodly desserts than carrot cake. That yes. maybe perhaps is another future show. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, how about uh, we hop, pop over to the uh, the animal kingdom? Is there some things there uh, that are probably pretty much? Uh, not what they're all cracked up to be john so this one this one's a hard one for me um one one i'll say that i've had and this is shocking because this pains me to say this is santuli's canteen i love that place like nobody's business but i've had some off meals in there um i mean the dessert is phenomenal i'll, I'll be the first one to admit i've never had a bad dessert in there but i've had some of the bowls that have just been meh they're just it's just there's not a lot of flavor compared to what they could be um and i'll give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because i think some of it too was post-pandemic where things were getting back on track but it's just not what it used to be when pandora opened aren't you the guy who took satuli's canteen number one overall in our quick service draft though I think, <laughs> yeah i was that's, was, I mean, that's a that's ballsy. That's ballsy, yeah. right? Like you you admit that it's people's number one favorite, and you're going to come right under it and cut it out from underneath them. It, uh, like I said, it pains me to say that because I actually I, enjoy it. I really I, do. I appreciate that about you, John. I think that's phenomenal. I think that's that's true, right? Because like <laughs> when you're drafting, you got to know what the people like, but that doesn't mean you have to agree with what they like. You know? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you season four of Dudes Dish Disney. <laughs> the complexities that we now bring to the table are yep. immense. Yep, <laughs> it's true. Um, I personally haven't had a bad meal in there, but I can't I can't say you're wrong. Yeah, I've certainly heard other people say that. So yeah, I got I have nothing to add to that one. If I if I had to, Carl, do you have anything to add to that one? No, I have never eaten there. And that's, and as a matter of fact, he ranked it so high, it intrigued me to try it. And now I'm like, ah, maybe I'm better off not eating there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, don't, don't let that steer you away. I just, I just think I just had a one or two bad meals and it just, it, it threw my rating off. Cause I, I'll still right. eat there in a heartbeat, to be honest with you. Cause the food is so different in the way that they present it. It's, it's very different, but I don't know. It just, something about it just rubbed me the wrong way that one or two times. And it's just, I don't know. It, it's weird. 
so Pangu Pangu gets a lot of love. And for the drinks, I have no problem with that. For the quick service food, however, the Pongo Olympia, no, it's a big no for me. Like that's like how people, people really like that. I know that there are at least two people very important in our agency that loves them. And I'm like, they're okay. Right. But they're not, they're not worth putting as a rated place for me. Uh, the texture is really weird. And you feel like you're eating more of a tortilla than you are what's supposed to be in the tortilla. You know, it, the whatever. I just, that's another one for me. I, I have to take off the list as, as worth rating. That's an overrated place. Yeah, that I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you there. I, um, I wanted to like it. I really did. Um, I don't know. It just, it's just not, it just doesn't add, doesn't line up to be what it should be. Breakfast sandwiches are decent in there. That's, yeah, that's I, I haven't had a chance to try those yet myself. Um, yeah, but stay, stay away from the Pongo Lupia. I just, and that's what they're supposed to be known for. That's their like big draw. So outside of the drinks. So, you know, I know we're talking um, quick service, right? And so I think this kind of qualifies um, because if you're hanging out at the um, Nomad Lounge, it's kind of you know casual, quick order at the bar. Maybe they'll maybe someone will bring it to your table. Maybe not. Um, but because it's more of a snack category, I'm going to throw it in because you're not you're over at the lounge and you're not at Tiffin's, right? Um, people go crazy about the bread service there. And there's a few places where they go crazy about the bread service all over Walt Disney World, and there's some places where it is a unique experience. Um, over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, for example, it is very different and it's good to experience once uh, or maybe, and you feel confident recommending it to someone else uh, for, for the second time. But the bread service that they have at the Nomad Lounge is good if you like like crackers because it's not bread bread, it's all, it's dried and it's more the cracker texture and you're really paying for overrated kind of you know crackers and dip um so i would say that and people do hype it up you know so i'd much rather have a second drink than even take one taste of that if it comes to the table um and i don't know why people i think people get it confused with the bread service that's good at other places and they go oh this one's got to be great too and they you know kind of make it up or convince themselves so i would put uh i would put that on something that is overrated as far as a, a, a quick snack in the animal kingdom. It's like Mickey shaped foods, right? Like people just, they say, oh, they're all good. And it's like, actually they're all mediocre. <laughs> they're, they're, I, I really, yeah. I, I'll touch on a quick service food that's everywhere in the parks and that's Mickey waffles. I think they're the most overrated thing at Disney outside of maybe the Mickey premium ice cream bars. You can find all of these at quick service restaurants. So anyone that serves them, you can put in the underrated category for me. Yeah. I just, I can make it the same thing with the batter that they give me at the hotel. It's just shaped like Mickey Mouse. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah. All right. The floor is open for uh, a few of our final overrated options in the parks or even at the hotels. Is there anything we missed that we have to include on the list? So I'm going to throw one in here over at um, Animal Kingdom still that I think is definitely overrated is uh, Restaurantosaurus. Um, 
it is a glorified just quick serve burger and hot dog and chicken finger stop so many people love this place and it's nothing that fancy it is really not i've had it's crazy i've had clients recently that have just constantly been berating me about all oh, the ratings on this is so good that's so good i'm like no don't it's not anything that don't you're going to be real happy with there's better options in the park go somewhere else because it's not that good when you have little kids yeah i understand it's the burger hot dog it, it's quick and easy and it works for them but it's not gonna be anything that you're gonna probably enjoy because it's just the generically produced food so opening day at animal kingdom do you know who the sponsor was for restaurantosaurus yeah it was mcdonald's it, it's right. uh and again, it's a glorified McDonald's. It really is. You can tell when you walk in there that it's definitely like that. Well, think about it. They didn't retro the kitchen when McDonald's was stopped being the sponsor, right? So everything in the kitchen is is that, you know, industry assembly line kind of kind of food, right? And so that's kind of what it is. And they glorified it by putting, you know, a McDon a, a rare Donald character breakfast there too. And that drew people in. Um, and people wanted French fries, you know, the classic French fries at the park. And that that's what it was all about. Um, I, I wouldn't even eat there, but I have a lot of fun in the little bar in the back. <laughs> yeah, the little bar in the back's fine. Uh, I'm I'm shocked to hear that that's even a rated thing. I, I stay so far away from it, to your point, John, that I didn't even think I walk by it. I'm like, oh, that place looks like crap. Keep going. No, but kids, parents with kids do rate it high, Ryan. That's you're right. You're right, Jonathan, for the convenience factor. And it's a friendly food for the kids. And they say, oh, yeah, go there. Right. And it's it's a it's a big miss. If you want crappy food for the kids, go to Pizza Safari. You'll get the same crappy bad food and it'll be a lot easier to get in and out of. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And at least that's not rated like it's good. Everybody knows that place sucks. <laughs> oh, God, I'm not even going to touch on that one, how bad that is there. What else around the world have we missed that we should include on the most overrated quick service foods at Walt Disney World? Anywhere? Anywhere. Disney Springs, chicken guy. Yeah. Like, it's just a name. It's just a name. The sauces are good. The fried chicken is good. But you're basically just giving me some different sauces for the same fried chicken I eat anywhere. It's You got Chef Arts, and even though it's sit down, you got Chef Arts just steps away from it. And that chicken just... Nobody should even sell fried chicken at Disney Springs. Anyway. I wouldn't even put I wouldn't even put the two even close into the same category. They're That's what not. I'm saying. Yeah, they're not. I mean, like you said, guys, the sauces are great. The sauces yeah. are awesome. It was. I mean, I know I ate there with you well last time, and sauces were hard to figure out what sauce to get. There's so many good sauces, but yeah, the chicken but it's is a just, sauce. You're not you're yeah. not paying for the sauce. You're paying for the food. The sauce is supposed to enhance the food, not cover the, it up. Not, not cover it up. No. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's interesting. So, you know, you're at Disney Springs. I'll go one that's that's controversial. Um, and I think it's, again, overrated because of hype, hype, hype. And overrated because of venue. And because it's overrated, there's a long line. And when you're waiting in a long line or you have to get a return time to get food, you're you it better be darn good, right? It better not be overrated if you're putting that much effort into it. And I'm sorry, but Gideon's is just cookies. You know, to me, Gideon's is just cookies. Some of them are not that special. Some of them are dry. Um, I went to a, a sampling group with it and I was like, 
I don't get it. I don't get the hype. I don't get the rush. And, you know, it's different. And I was, I just was expecting more. I was disappointed with, you know, with what it is. Cause I mean, every once in a while, a dude wants a good cookie. And for me, it wasn't it. I want to know who hurt you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to. I want to know how you managed to be the one person to go to Gideon's on a bad day because I have had nothing but pleasant experiences at Gideon's. Every cookie I've had has been perfect. Yeah, uh, and the peanut butter cold brew is legit. As is as a coffee lover, uh, I have not eaten the cake yet, but I'm not a cake fan anyway. I'd prefer the cookie. So. Yes. The half pound cookie. I I bought extras and brought them home with me. So I I can't agree with you on this one. Everything. No, we went through the whole thing. It was a weekday and it was in between. We were going to brunch one place and dinner one place. And we had to put our name in in line and then get back in line. And people were in line saying, oh, you got to try this one. You got to try that one. For what it's worth, no place that sells cookies should have a four hour line. So from that perspective, that's fine. You know, but but like in terms of how good it is, I the hype is real. Yeah, to me, it wasn't worth the four hours and it wasn't worth yeah, all the production. It was, you know, it was a, just a cookie, you know, and one, like I said, one we had was dry. One was interesting and different. I can't even remember the flavors. And the other ones that were kind of basic were the were basic, you know, or they tried to do a little variation on a classic. And, uh, you know, look at, maybe I'm spoiled. Uh, you know, New England was the inventor of Nestle Toll House cookies. Do you remember the Boston Chipyard, John, in Faneuil Hall, where they used to make bags of cookies, fresh hot oh, chocolate chip yes, cookies, yes, the yes. Boston Chipyard? Oh, yeah. Like oh, the, yes. Those were like the killer classic, you know, chips. And there was never more than a line of like four or five people in front of you to get it. But they were like hot off the oven, these delicious chocolate. I was expecting some sort of a nostalgic experience like that. But hyped up, maybe something unique. You know, my my daughter is a big Crumble fan. I, I have the same kind of impression of Crumble. It's like there's six cookies. There's two that are kind of good. The other are, you know, all right. You know, I, I, I get the 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 concept of making them fresh and everything, which is what Gideon's does too, right? Yeah. Um, well, here, here's the difference, though. Between Gideon's and Crumble, Gideon's is leaps and bounds better. Leaps and bounds. Agreed. And I, I frequent I frequent crumble probably at least once or twice a month, and that you can't put the same you can't put them in the same category. There's, there's well, you no- know, I I do think Gideon's is better than Crumble, but I don't think Crumble is very good either, and, and so it's just not a big leap for me. Crum- I, again, John's got I a really Crumble VIP. Hurt you? Can we can we talk about why John's got a Crumble VIP card <laughs> for a second? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Crumble twice a month. What's 24 times a year, John? It's really not that much. It, it, it's it's honestly, it's it, it's a couple times. It is a couple times here and there, but right, so it's only because couple it's times down a month street. is 24 times a year, my friend. <laughs> you're you're spending you're spending a full day of your day, of your life <laughs> at. <laughs> hey, hey! When you want a cookie, you got to get a cookie. All right? That's okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Carl, do me a favor. Have the Gideon's. Uh, uh cookie what was it the gideon's coffee cake cookie all right i'll write it down which is their morning cookie okay that's good yep okay probably and, less of a line and then yeah should be less of a line and if you're if you like cold brew peanut butter cold brew Love to it. go with it it's all a right. sweet breakfast but it is delicious actually complete side story my buddy who lives in tampa who is uh 
who's up, up at Disney last week with his sister, uh, I told him nothing about um, Gideon's. All of a sudden, I get a text message for the uh, the chocolate chip cookie, just smack dab. I'm like, I'm like, dude, don't tease me with that. Yeah. He's like, what? What? What's so good about this? I'm like, you have no idea. Just wait. It's good. It's good. They're they're a little sweet. That they like are. the chocolate chip ones, they're a little sweet, but they're they're good. Yeah. We're we're gushing about desserts again. What is happening on this show, you guys? Uh, season <laughs> four. Season, season four. four. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's where it's cookies are okay. <laughs> we'll allow it. So uh all right. I, you know what? And uh there you have it, folks. That's the way our cookies crumble here at Dude's Dish Disney. So until next time, later, dudes. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dude's Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media, on Facebook at Dude's Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dude's Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations, at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel.